0: Welcome to a very special episode of Hit My Music. I am your host David Kincannon, and this is the Hit My Music Ska Roundtable. I have gathered a, uh, a selection of wrestling podcasters and wrestling uh, personalities, and we are just gonna we're just gonna talk about ska because it's one of the things that we all love and we have in common. So with me tonight, I have Ed Cody from Pod Van Dam, I have Matt Durlein of the A Show and By the Numbers. I have Chris Decker of The A Show, and I have Peter DeLong of Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Welcome, everybody. Yo. I Yo. thought that this was the K pop roundtable, and all my
1: questions <laughs> are about which version of Switch to me is better rain and JYP or Che Young and Don Hyun. And I will not tolerate uh, Che Young kind and of Dan bullshit.
0: Bullshit. <laughs> This is a ska pod. <laughs> I mean, it's not that far <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's a little bit of overlap. It's me. I
1: mean, I'm the overlap. <laughs> the Venn diagram of K-pop and Sky is go. one, and it's me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that why the two circles
3: are together? That's a Venn diagram?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that's a Venn oh, diagram. Yes.
3: Yeah. I didn't, so I didn't know that had sir. a name.
0: Uh, uh, J, there, may, there may be a little more overlap with J-pop, since you have stuff like the Tokyo Scott Paradise Orchestra. Oh. And so, <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's a thing. Uh so welcome everybody. Uh, we're gonna just we're gonna talk Scott for about an hour, hour and a half. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. Tune out now, um, everybody.
4: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> if you're looking
0: for wrestlers, oh, you're this in was, the wrong place. That's right. This was very clearly labeled <laughs> in your feed. So if you don't want to hear us talk about Scott, I'm not sure why you. <laughs> Secret is you're here uh, already, let's... and there's no
2: escape. You're in for the for the thick. That,
0: of... There you go. That meme went around <laughs> this week
1: about Ska music. Did you see it?
3: Was it the fucking mozzarella stick meme again? Yeah, the scars oh
1: that plays God. in thirteen year old's head when he gets an extra mozzarella stick. Has it has it been yep.
2: six months already? Every six months say. it resurfaces. <laughs> Drives me fucking. I like crazy. that meme.
1: Uh, that meme that's like all the early '90s WWF wrestlers holding instruments and they're like says <laughs> how they look like real big fish. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. This is Brett where we jump straight, straight into into real the, big fish. He lacks the real charisma. big fish discussion. <laughs> That's right. So let's let's start there. Uh, real big fish. I know. So one of the things that we had talked about in our kind of the pre-show prep that we had we've been doing over the last couple weeks. I know, Decker, you specifically wanted to talk about the uh, the fashion. Oh my God. Of Scott, oh and how my... bad it is. And I I feel like I feel like Aaron Barrett is responsible for ninety percent of that. I, I mean, Can't
3: confirm. maybe the. the the Hawaiian t-shirt thing is so fucking tacky. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, <laughs> I like, I, and maybe it, like it's his shtick, but like there's that thing goes around. Like, Hey, if you're a fucking, uh, if you're a Scott guy, you got the wine shirt and you got a neck beard and you i like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, like my like cup of tea is like, um, I'm a big Jeff Rosenstock guy. Um, and he was, he was an arrogant sons of bitches He's in Bond Music Industry Which is like a Scott adjacent thing And like all his All his They would just come out And like their fucking Yankee caps And shit like that Like ah uh, Like if you're going to see The boss tones The suits I get it You know what I mean Like um, I wore a fedora Like I'm not gonna lie I did You know especially <laughs> you, were, uh, you were dressed as a jazz If, if I looked
0: If I looked to my left I have a hat rack uh, That has 19 what? fedoras on it So That's too many yeah. fedoras <laughs> I, I have. Wait, I, I need different colors to match different outfits. So Ed, what are you talking about? I, I need my. I have my Jasmine. formal fedoras. I have my. Uh, I have my casual fedoras. That's
4: n- nineteen is too many. What's the limit then?
1: I um, I own zero fedoras, and I feel very comfortable with myself at that number. <laughs> I feel very comfortable with myself at nineteen. Okay, who? Okay. Yeah, oh. I think it's pers- I think so. it's personal for you. How many is All too right. many?
3: Who here has right. gone to a ska show and is dressed up? Because I <laughs> well <have>.
2: define <laughs> dressed up though. What? Define define. Okay, dressed Okay, I've definitely up. I mean, done
3: the collared shirt and a tie deal. I've done that before. Oh, I've done the suspenders deal. There is
0: there is a there is a picture of, of me in in a 1997 copy of my college newspaper in a in a full suit at a ska show. Um, that was on our camera. A Black suit, of white the tie. <laughs>
2: Maybe some check. Uh, I was
0: actually a black. Yeah, it was a black pinstripe suit, white shirt. It wasn't a white tie. It was a. Uh, it actually was a, a like a. Was it, a tie. What is it was, was it the biggest mistake you ever made going to a show? Or what? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I looked good. You looked good, but
2: I bet you it was, was damn hot good. as fuck. Man. And I was
0: wearing. And I was wearing Stacy Adams uh, wingtips. Oh wow! Oh,
2: Scarf fashion gets Decker very man. angry very quickly. I don't know. There's, there's, uh, there's got to be a story just, behind that.
3: Uh, you know what? Like it is. Like I did it, and then. At one point, I was like, "What am I doing? Like, (laughs) these clubs are hot." (laughs) And then, and I just think I just don't like Hawaiian shirts, and it's always like associated with the real big fish stuff. And I'm just like, "Oh,
2: real big fish is like."
3: If you're doing the the tier list, like real big fish for me is like in the D section. Like, I just okay. (laughs) I've said enough. I've said enough.
4: So, real big fish is great. If you like to listen to music by people who hate making music. (laughs) What? I don't. Oh, I disagree with that.
3: They hate the music business. They don't hate making music. (laughs) I wouldn't even say they hate the music business. They hated Mojo. They were on all those. All those bands were on Mojo, like Goldfinger and Real Big Fish and Cherry Popper Daddies, Daddies, you know, and like that was so that was that felt like the mainstream ska label. And I feel like like. Who here owns the first three Rubik Fish albums? Because I do. Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, Why do they rock so hard? Is fucking fantastic. Yes, it is. Um, and I think Cheer Up is pretty good. And Turn the Radio Off is classic. I mean, Cheer Up is a masterpiece.
2: I think Cheer Up is really good. <laughs> but see, I think I think I think Why Do They Rock So Hard is a masterpiece. That is Why... a great album. <sighs> But I think the problem is that it, that it, it's not the listener's fault that it sounds like they hate making the music or <laughs> even playing the music. That's on them because that's how it came off. I totally sure. hear that. I understand that it was that they didn't like playing music for that record label. However, in execution, when it came across, it felt like they were like, we hate doing this. We hate playing this specific music for you people. And uh, it just that one came across. That, that's not it's on like us, they man. committed a crime,
3: and the, the the sentence was you have to play in the ska band for at least a decade.
0: <laughs> well, in fairness, that's why I was never. That's why I was never. Uh, I was never felt guilty about pirating their those last <laughs> like the last three albums on Mojo. Oh yeah. So I had pirate. I had pirated copies of Cheer Up. Um, why did we're not happy? To we are not happy. That's actually a great happy. name for an album. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a fantastic title. A, that's a fantastic title. And an was album. it also monkeys, uh, man, monkeys for nothing, between. and chimps
2: for free? Was that on the same label? Or was that with that later? Uh, no, that, I think that's later.
0: later. <laughs> uh, the other one was favorite noise. <laughs> oh my god. Which is I. I think that's like a greatest. Dance, oh okay. But...
4: And, and oh. don't worry, if you go see them, they'll make sure to play all fourteen of the same versions of Suburban Rhythm. In you, the same you, order, with yeah. the same jokes every oh. single time. <laughs> Matthew, good for let's them. Let's not let's not say things we can't take back. Good for them.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. When you get so old, like, why even try? And that's what I saw Aerosmith like maybe five years ago, and that's what I thought the entire time I saw them. Like, good for them, dude. They're so old, like
0: <laughs> yeah, they, well, yeah, they got dialed effort. in.
2: They figured out the good, uh, you know, the good recipe, and they're gonna, they're going to cook it the same way every yeah. time. You know?
0: I mean, in fairness, I don't think Steven Tyler can move his face. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's muscle memory, everything from, uh, I, I was going to say Aerosmith album, and it just, it's gone. <laughs> Permanent vacation?
0: Anyhow.
1: Hey, I've never seen Real Big Fish all right. live. Really? That's I, I, I can tell you all they, about, um, I I tell you about it. Um, I can I tell you why, them. though. It's because <laughs> a, a majority of all the ska bands I've seen have been on the Warp Tour. And somebody always played the same time as Real Big Fish. Like one time it was I see Stars. And what am I not going to go see I see Stars? It's insane. One time it was Breathe Carolina. What am I going to skip Breathe Carolina for Real Big Fish? And that stinky crowd ain't going to happen. Never the
2: crowd smelled like <laughs> shit for sure. You got me really excited. You were saying I See Stars. I thought you were about to see ICP. And I thought this is going to take a drastic what? turn down, a, down an alley. <laughs>
1: Never. <laughs> Speaking of I Scott so adjacent bands,
2: I, the insane
3: clown posse. <laughs> like, we like you Did go. you ever dress for Scott
1: shows? Woo, I was woo. just like, what do you mean dress? Because like, I definitely <laughs> oh, had dear. on very tight jeans and like four belts. And like. <laughs>
4: You're talking about being hot at a Scott show. Warp tour is a great transition for this. Oh, the last man. time I went to Warp tour, I won tickets off of our local formerly alternative now 80s 90s and today radio station (laughs) and we went to montage mountain and one of the first bands we saw was big d and the kids table who i love to an extent um so it was very hot it was like 95 degrees there's no shade at montage mountain it's called the mountain but there's not really shade there and i just remember they played noise complaint which i love because it's like the sound of organized chaos to an extent it's a crazy Not as much song. as, um, not as much as when "A Better Place, A Better Time" by Streetlight Manifesto kicks in, oh. but it's still a really great song. So I was like, "I'm gonna go dance to this." And then they played "Steady Right," and I danced to that. And then they covered "Little Bitch" by The Specials, and I went and I danced to that. So here I am. I'm like 36 or 37 years old at this point. I am way too old to be doing this. <laughs> like, how dare you? How I I keep you, a fit. Man. I keep a fairly regular uh, for, um, I as someone called it, a semi-retired independent professional wrestling referee. <laughs> like, so I have some kind of cardio, but not this day. Because I got out of the pit during Little Bitch, and I looked up and I saw something flying at me, and I turned and I blacked out.
2: And, and what was that thing that I
4: saw coming at me that I thought was throwing at me? An empty water bottle. A moth.
0: Oh! <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought it was going to be a wrestler's shoe.
4: No, oh the water bottle that I got thrown at me that hit me in the balls was at the first warp tour I went to, the one I saw brand new.
3: Uh, since we're we're segueing into warp tour, ska best ska band I've seen at warp tour. We knew we were going to bring it up. Less than Jake. Okay.
1: They're no. the, the greatest ska band of all time. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. ska band of all time. Hundred percent. See them so many times. They're so good fuck. I just saw them last year. Less than Jake still. So fucking good. They are the most bitter old men I've ever seen on a stage in my Love life. And they have, <laughs> but they have been since, like, Warp Tour. Like, I think 2008 is when I was, like, a peak scene, and I met them, and they were, like, glad to see you got pretty for the punk show. And I was like, it's not a fucking punk show. It's Warp Tour, you old-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I was, like, um, they were just,
3: like, in 2008, they were bitter old men, so, like... I saw him in 03, and I'm like, I can't wait to see Listen, Jake. They came out on stage, and they opened up with the opening track from Losing Streak, and I just pooed my pants. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they came out. They they said the shtick right in the automatic, and I was like, there's nothing that gets better than this. <laughs>
4: yeah, dude.
2: Yeah. Oh.
4: Less than Jake's uh, Losing Streak favorite. is probably a top three ska record for me. Like, it is the, it's the sound that brings me back to – my beat-up 91 Chevy Cavalier being 19 years old with the windows rolled down because the air conditioning doesn't work on a 100-degree day just <laughs> driving somewhere. It is like the sound of summer to me Dude, is losing streak.
1: That's interesting. I just remember putting that CD and when I was in, like, fifth grade and Brett Wilson's CD player, and we listened to the first song, right? And then we're like, let's start that over, but we accidentally held it down, right? And then we found out that, like, if you go forward, like, even yeah, farther secret back. Secret Right? This Seek. insane fucking story. Oh, my God. And it blew yes. our minds. We're like, oh, my God. We're like, thought we, like, discovered something. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it was mind-blowing.
2: Yeah. That, track was that, that track was called Yom Kippur. That track was called Yom Kippur for anybody who's keeping track. And Howard J. Reynolds actually recorded three different monologues. That was the one that they used for their... And really? They, they released Dirty Olympics and newspaper, uh, newspaper crap, I think it's called, uh, on a promo <laughs> CD called uh, Howard J. Reynolds' Spoken Word. That's awesome.
3: So, nice. So oh, I've nice. wanted to have on Pete and George DeLong on a podcast to just discuss Less Than Jake for like an hour. Uh, Wait, is that, Pete, my,
2: is that my unknown brother? Hold on a second. George DeLong? <laughs> or
3: George DeLong. <laughs> the George Gatton, I have to say. <laughs> Gatton. Yeah. Uh yeah, George Gatton and Pete. Um Pete, I- I've wanted to hear your 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 eloquent takes on Less than Jake for a very long time put to audio. Please.
2: Uh I mean I actually so I've I was I told you I don't know if I if I messaged who I messaged about it, but I've been like overdoing the notes on Less than Jake in, in preparation. I like to super over prepare for anything I'm in, I'm in. And it got me like excited about all the other albums that I haven't revisited because I keep going back to my favorites. And now I kind of want to do like just a just a, a recording of of my entire dissertation of how I think less than Jake was the perfect band for someone who is, uh, tra- you know, traversing punk rock adolescence and figuring out the world and and uh, and connecting with these kids who are going through all these things. Every album seems to align with the typical punk rock kid, a section, a, a, a portion of their life and what they're going through. And, and each subsequent album was them growing a little older and reaching, you know, uh, finding new ch- uh, challenges and, and, and whatnot. And I just think it's, it's a fantastic band who actually got the, the, cause I mean, you know, you get into this scene, the ska scene, the punk scene, because you're, you're a weirdo or you're a nerd or you're socially uh, inept. And you, you stumble upon this scene because, You have nowhere else to go, and you realize that this is a place for other outcasts and misfits. And Less Than Jake was all like, "Hey, uh, you know, you're you're a weirdo. We're weirdos too. Like, you know, come along with us and let's be weird together." And uh, it just drew me right in, and it drew me together with a lot of other friggin' weirdos as well. So I I always will have a special place in my heart for Less Than Jake. They also have a good place uh, for my for the relationship with my wife. Um, And if we get to that, I I can talk about that as well.
4: I was gonna say, I remember. uh, I remember we saw them, and this was that night at Tink's, correct in Scranton,
2: which time
4: um the one because with the, a our, real big the fish very first concert that...
2: yes, that was <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was in two thousand seven, and they were on the 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 prices a shouted out loud tour, and they did the Price is right gimmick and um uh that was the the first time that I ever heard streetlight manifesto oh <sighs> and um. Yeah. That
3: I'm I'm gonna be talking some Thomas Kalniki in a little bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Alright, real quick,
0: real quick. Uh let's I'm gonna I've got some clips that we're gonna play. Since we were talking about Losing Streak, uh I I had asked everybody before we started if they wanted me to prep any, you know, clips of songs. And uh Matt had asked for sugar in your mm. gas tank, which is from Losing Streak. So let's play a little bit of that. Oh, if I had
4: it in me,
0: So, yeah, so that's that. I was um, rocking right there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> that's a good
1: live song, too. It's good stuff. It's like a really good it's live good stuff. song. It's
0: funny. It's funny that that song takes me back to my junior year of college. Um, and I remember I remember very distinctly sitting in my single room on my bed listening to that because uh, I had just gotten it. From I think i have gone to like Best Buy or something and like was perusing their ska section and and grabbed that um, Um, and took it back and immediately was listening to it in my in my. I would just
3: like to say that off a losing streak on the musician end, uh, learning the riff for Johnny Quest as a bass player is like that's like that's like you like you've leveled up, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and that's absolutely the one like check it out man boom 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 you know oh god that gives me goosebumps um
2: great stuff i, I love <laughs> it uh,
4: that song is the example of like the ultimate like drive around in the summertime with all the windows down and the volume all the way up there's certain albums sure. that just take you right to that moment like oh. that and operation ivy's energy are two oh. of those albums that are mm-hmm. like just roll down the windows crank up the volume and just drive wherever you're driving doesn't matter just
3: all right volume another question all the way for everybody up. Uh, who has done uh air brass instruments in the car while driving?
4: Oh, all yeah, the time. All the time. I play saxophones, so it's definitely happened.
2: Oh, yes. I'd like to I'd like to think that I have an advantage because I am actually a brass player. I do play the trumpet. That that was another yes, one of the things right. that drew that drew me to uh to ska in general. See? So, uh, yeah,
1: definitely been there. Yeah, yeah. I oh. got told that uh some my cousin like gave me that gave me like losing streak, right? And he's like, this is, like, rancid with, like, saxophones and shit. And I was like, oh, that yeah. sounds right on my alley. And it absolutely
2: was. Unless less than Jake can yeah, hold a tune. Nothing against rancid, but
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <sighs> uh, yeah, no, I've also, I've also been very guilty of absolutely skanking while I drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I have caught people, st- like, pulling up and, like, staying with me on highways. And, like, I can see them, like, watching me. That's awesome. And like were and being frightened for yeah. their lives, and also amused. I All remember else when I start. Sorry, go ahead. Oh.
1: Did anybody else start like obsessively collecting Pez dispensers just because of less than Jake? Or...
4: <laughs> no, that was I, I had a friend me. that did.
1: I had a friend, not me, yeah. but I had a friend that did. Hundred. I have a box at my parents' house that has probably like six hundred in it.
4: My brother did, and then he got married, and his wife was like, "Yeah, you need to get rid of those." <laughs> <laughs> but this (laughs) one's snoopy and she's (laughs)
3: like well you have a choice to make (laughs) i got like my first one
1: because like my brother ordered merch from them right back when he had to like mail in merch stuff and it was like a year and they didn't we didn't get anything right and then like a year later he got like a package in the mail from less than jake and it was like yo we lost your order and the shirt you're trying to order completely gone so we just grabbed you a bunch of stuff from our storage unit." And, like, inside it, it was, like, a rad. Kermit Pez dispenser. Yeah, and it's all this, like, first-year merch shit that, like, we just threw out because we were stupid. Like, when he moved out, he was like, all right, just toss this shit. This is like, probably really <laughs> dope to have now because it was all, like, first-year, like, tour merch. And it's just right, right out the door.
3: Can anybody wow. name their favorite piece of merch from any of the bands I've gone to see? It's exclusively Scott. Like, t-shirt, hat, hoodie.
0: Yes, um, um, I have. I have a. I have a Mighty Mighty Boss Tones T-shirt from the new album that came out this year. Really, that I wear way too often. Oh,
3: that's awesome. Yeah, the
0: one year I. I love it.
1: Uh, the one year on Warp Tour, Less Than Jake didn't sell CDs. They sold uh, wraps with uh, download codes on them, so you could buy like weed paper and, and blunt wraps from Less Than Jake with like download. <laughs> that's codes awesome. On them. Like, that was. It Beautiful. was so
0: cool. That's great. Right.
4: On my wall here in the office, I have my signed Pie Tasters CD case.
2: Nice, nice, Pete. I don't, I don't think I have. I, I, I didn't really dive into a lot of merch until later on when I just started getting like records or, or uh, you know, the occasional shirt. I mean, I, I, I know I ordered one of the DVDs off of Less Than Jake and it came with an autographed poster, which I still have. It's all wrinkled up and folded somewhere, but I never got rid of it. So maybe I can say that. Uh, I I do also have um,
0: one of the one of the cooler things I have is the new Five Iron Frenzy that, album that came out last year.
3: Wonderful. Uh,
0: I was I contributed to their Kickstarter, and I got the vinyl for that, and it's like this orange and clear vinyl.
2: <sighs> nice.
0: And it is it's one of the coolest like one of the coolest pieces of vinyl. I've ever I'm about. a sucker for colored vinyl. Now. So yeah. What's whose deal? Five Iron Frenzy. They
1: to go the under route, under oath route, route where they're like. We're not a Christian band anymore because
0: some of us aren't Christians um, and we
1: just want to make music.
0: I, yeah, I think that okay. I think that's kind of it. Um, there's that album has a little bit of Jesus and a lot of "Hey Republicans, you really, yeah, really, really suck." <laughs> and it it did my heart a lot of good when I first got it because it was it's it's a really good ska record and then it's also a really good like. Left protest record, dude. I
1: tell you what, everyone here should be kissing me and Dewicky's hands and thanking us for keeping the ska scene alive as Christians. <laughs> oh my are, god, ska bands, because we did it. There would no <laughs> be left, There'd be no less than J Tours right now if, like, Christian ska didn't take place in that time period yeah, to like keep an it entire afloat, wall full think.
2: of MXPX merch, dude. Yo, we Supertones are not gonna slander MXPX Frenzy. here. Number one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, five iron, five iron really. Five iron was like really the band that like when Scott died out, they were they were definitely dedicated to continuing to make music. Them and the Supertones to an extent. The Supertones I are think like I've listened to more bad, than like but they're one fun. Supertone bad song. like, oh, they're ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, they're oh they're absolutely fun. <laughs> yeah, um, they rap. They rap. I, I saw them. <laughs> I saw them in two thousand eleven at a um, at a Christian music festival here in Colorado that I had taken my oldest son to, um, and. Like, it was definitely like one of those, oh man, I remember listening to this again in my college dorm room. And this was, this was like cringy, but fun at How the same time. How was it so
3: bad, though? Like, explain.
0: Because
3: Five Iron's a high bar for me. Like, like I, there's, sure. I mean, they were on tooth and nail, Five but Iron's I mean, great. It, it was nothing that I was like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously, like, every new day, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so, yeah. They rap first off. So that's right. Yeah, this is they rap.
0: They, their frontman raps a lot. Um, points up the back. He, yeah, he's not. He's not a great. Matt, Matt is not a great no. singer, um, and so there. It's a very, it's a very spoken word kind of rat-a-tat, basic, kind of rap flow um, that he uses, and it's not. And their lyrics are not good enough to wear... So, so one of the things that I feel like as as a, as a person who's also a rap fan. <laughs> rap lives and dies on the fact that the lyrics are they're complex enough and they they're they're doing enough to make you sort of have to listen whereas the supertone the oc supertones lyrics are not worth that like they're they're so basic and they're so abc that there is there it's not worth listening to that that rude boy the rudimentary boy it's it's like yes, we five iron
1: frenzy. Like five like, frenzy would take like Christian imagery, right, and put it into a song, and like it would interweave in there to where like it made sense and it wasn't so overt. where like the supertones are very overt. Like this song is clearly about Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like this, there's no other way you could spin this, right? This is so like to where I had friends like. Scott I mean, they had like, a song called "Yeah." Adonai I was
4: gonna say
0: Adonai. on their first on their first. So album. like, where my yeah, but five like, iron frenzy an album
4: to...
3: called Jesus of Nazareth." Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> Sure. Like,
4: well, Supertones yeah, would
0: that's... never do that. Like I could see, I could see an atheist band yeah. make. Okay, an okay, album that's that that's
1: title. absolutely fair. So it's where like Christ- non Christians could enjoy Five Iron Frenzy. There's no way you're listening to the Supertones unless you're a Christian. There's no way you could possibly get enjoyment yeah. out of it. No. There's n- like there's nothing for you
3: if you're not. Uh, best Christian ska song that's not Five Iron Frenzy is uh, "The Devil Is Bad" by the W's, who is a swing. They uh, are. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna argue that I'm gonna argue okay. this. They are not a ska band oh so they're just what? so they're like they Big are they are a they are a rockabilly they are a rockabilly band that was trying to kind of horn in on the swing revival yes. oh my
1: gosh that was the thing oh <gasps>
0: Yeah, oh, i Oh my, my god. Oh, I, I like sang Horton with a big meets. I sang with a big band for 6 years.
1: They did a swing dance at a I mean, live
0: Christian like, music festival one year. This is like an unlocked mind. Yes. Like, oh
1: my god, I went to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, the, w, the Ws were not a ska band. They were they were a Christian swing band who were when we're talking niche really, people, really we're talking Christian yes, this swing.
2: Is, this is way over in a corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A corner a corner that I sat in for a, par, for, a for a good part Amen. of my life. Yeah. So, Any
2: corner is good enough to sit in. <laughs> this,
1: is, this is like a little sidebar, right? But like, I don't think I've ever told this story on anything. So I'm like seventh in seventh grade, right? It's my first alive. Saw so, the supertones. And then they do that swing dance after, right? But after that, where they did like the swing dance, they just have like a coffee thing at like midnight or so. Like it's like calm everybody down, right? So it's like an acoustic band playing. And it's like these these two guys and these two girls and they're playing like acoustic christian music and they're talking about how nice it is to have everybody out here and just so you know you know jesus loves everybody and we're all gay and then they just go right back into playing (laughs) and like (laughs) you see the people working like what what is happening (laughs) Like, everybody like they just had to ignore it because they never addressed it again they just slipped it in there real quick
3: confused everybody and then just went back to playing worship music this is like that scene in Fight Club where they put the porno in the, uh, <laughs> in the, the, the kids' movie. <laughs> and, like, everybody goes, what? Everybody's just kind of slightly uncomfortable. Oh,
0: my God. And they're not exactly sure I was why. also
3: hoping that story was going to feature Amy Grant in it, but it didn't, and I was sad. No, Amy Grant's before my time.
0: I got uh, to see baby, the Newsboys, though. <laughs> oh, oh The Newsboys. See... I was I was a big Newsboys fan in high for, school
2: for for a bit in high school actually yeah. we uh, uh I was a, a big band nerd as well I wouldn't say a big band nerd but I was a fan and yeah. uh, when when my Can wife I... and I would go to ska shows and the pit would open up we would actually have we would actually swing dance Adam <laughs> <Atta> boys <laughs> that's the way to that's do it awesome yeah just uh you know that's do awesome. some basic stuff and then end up with the you know pick her up go to one side go to the second side then between the legs and then back up and that would pretty much be it but uh, we'd get we'd get yes. our little pop and then towards the end. You know, I was uh, I was getting old, and I couldn't pick her up all the way. And she's like, "Yeah, we're not doing that anymore." All right, no problem. (laughs) Marshmallow arms over here. Very, very good. I don't know who.
3: It was very good
0: because it was basically I mean, it was basically a these are all the swing songs that we that we play, (laughs) all thrown together on an album. Um, I mean, because they because they were a ska band that did that had like one or two songs every album that they would kind of go into that jazz
4: uh they were the reverse no and doubt then they were <laughs>
0: <they're> like, <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> basically um and then you know like when swingers hit and big bad voodoo daddy was starting to get some play um they were like, kind okay, of like okay i think it was i think probably mojo i think it was mojo's idea where mojo was like hey you guys have all of these songs let's put this on a let's put all of these on one record and we'll put it out there and it was like their best-selling record
4: Ooh. my uh, swing revival band of choice was the squirrel nut zippers oh yeah. i was gonna bring up the I, zippers. I,
0: yeah. one of the best one of the best shows put i've
4: ever been it, to Hell yeah. so true story one time i was on a bus going to philadelphia and um going to meet up with with some friends and randomly on the bus were some people from wilkes Bear who were going to see the Squirrel Not Zippers in concert in Philadelphia, which I did not know was happening? The person that I met on that bus was Jenna, um, friend of many oh, of these nice. shows, nice. um, former member of the uh, the Sposto Five.
2: <laughs> Sposto hey Joe, 5 how you doing? mentioned in two thousand twenty-two, look
4: at that. <laughs> well, that's how we met Jenna
2: and know, DJ. DJ was
4: it's in. Good. Yeah, DJ was in the Sposto Five
2: it lives um, on
4: deej. is all i'm
1: saying yeah deej. so yeah the dude oh so not not deej Hustle no 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 not that
0: no, hey, no not the pencil <laughs> salesman <laughs> from we need wrestling and wings on
4: no but doge and jenna were both members of that group and i met jenna at random on a bus going to philadelphia that they just happened to be um going to see squirrel the squirrel and zippers nice
0: I would have I liked turned. to have seen. Scrum I saw them. Ever. I saw them for my birthday, like I want to say, 2017 in Denver. My wife took me for my birthday, and it was it was a. Cool now so I just so want to get the. Decker just in-
2: stepped. Decker just stepped oh, away, and he was talking about Scott. Um. Uh, uh, uh. Fashion. I wonder what he has to say about swing fashion. Uh, it's definitely a little different, but I but I think like um. To, to be perfectly honest,
3: I have not been to any of the, the, the Swing Ska shows. So, I mean, I really, you know, there was a point in my life where I thought Swingers was like the best movie ever. <laughs> I'll <laughs> tell you that much. Sure. May or may not be involved this in my a, this... in my Ska uh, obsession at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it definitely happened. Um, this is a big reason why
0: I have as many fedoras as I do. Because I always, because I would rotate them in and out when I was playing with my hey, big that's, that's from definitely my 2000 From 2011 to 2016. So,
2: See, I don't see anything know. wrong with that. I think that's reasonable.
3: Now I want to see DJ Hyde, by the way, just like sitting at a show and be like, eh, you have to like
2: <laughs> land on
3: your gimmick,
4: boy. At least well. one of us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So uh, so let's go through. I want to I see who, I, I, I assume some of them we've already talked about, but who is everybody's favorite ska band? Ed, why don't you go first? Okay, so
1: it's, it's two, right? Because I honestly, I can't pick between either of them. And it's less than Jake or it's Five Iron Frenzy. Because, like, I
0: still listen okay. to both of them very, very heavily. Sure. Uh, and you did, you did ask me to prep a Five Iron Frenzy song. So let's uh, listen to a little bit.
4: When of that. I was young, the smallest trick of light could catch my eye in life.
1: Dude, the yes. whole album builds to that song, too. You know what I mean? Like, that is definitely, yes, like, that's the crescendo absolutely. of the entire album. And, it, like, hits so good. The, like, that, oh, every day so good. That album is amazing. That might be better than Losing Streak. <sighs> Hot
0: take. Hot take. <laughs> also a really good, like, they had they had some of the best album titles. Our newest album ever is such, a great, and is such a great title. Yes. Uh, quantity is job one. Yeah. Uh, just some some great. Some I great still have things. never seen them live. Uh, Sam, uh, I haven't either, and and it's funny because I think I live I live about ten minutes away from most of the members at this point. You could meet Reese Roper in like the in your nearest Actually, IGA. No, because Reese Reese moved to Florida a few years oh, ago. Didn't, what was their uh, church
1: called that they started? Do you remember? Scum uh, the of the Earth. Scu- yeah, Scum of the Earth or something like that. Scum of the Earth yeah.
0: Church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's now it's now a skate shop. All right. I always heard the
1: story about them that like they wouldn't sign autographs because they're just like, oh no, that'd be really weird for a Christian band to do. Like, we don't want you to <laughs> idolize their signature. That's really weird.
3: I can I can kind of see that. No, <laughs> oh, there's a t- all the terrible penmanship. That's got to make, yeah, like, dude, they would be, maybe.
1: like, at their merch table saying that, like, at festivals next to other Christian bands doing that. Do you think they, like, were like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: Look who's holier than thou, hmm? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like,
1: these assholes from Colorado I think they're better than everybody.
4: <laughs> Matt, who's your favorite ska <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. So I'd, I'd have to say less than Jake. I will put Streetlight Manifesto okay. up there as a very close second.
2: Okay. But are they a ska band, Matt? Ooh, we're not gonna have this conversation. Ooh. This is a stupid <laughs> conversation. Mm. Streetlight, no. Ed, can you not? <laughs> hey, listen, it is a stupid uh, conversation because Streetlight Manifesto themselves said we are not a ska band. So there it is. Conversation over. Yeah. We're done.
0: There no. you go.
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd have to see that. I'd have to see this. Uh, I'd have to see the bibliography.
4: Yeah, I, I'm gonna need like three sources MLA transcript. format. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Let me see your works cited page.
0: <laughs> I think they were Ska-influenced, and I think that's close enough.
2: I think by definition they're Ska, but I mean, if they really want to die on the hill of we are not Ska, we are something else, I mean, who are we to argue, you know? Hey Catch-22 yo, is of a fucking like,
4: hey, you're a Ska band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as
3: the man, I came into the scene with Keesby Nights. Which mm. is yep. Which is the which that's the upper echelon for me is Keysby nights Knights, uh, the original. I like Streetlight's version of it, but um, look, I think Thomas Kalnicki is incredible, incredible. Um, sure, <clears throat> but even on that, that last album, um, like so much, like I mean, to say that they're not for him to say it's not a scott band. That, that's like, oh, let the kid play. You know what I mean? It's like. But I mean, you know, what's the phrase? If it smells like it looks like a fish, smells like a fish, tastes like a fish because something like that.
2: It's real. Big I fun. just have a hard time because I think they kind of transcend the genre because they're all just such masterful musicians. Oh, and sure. and True. it's it, like it almost seems like a disservice to, to slap a label on them rather than just let them kind of live in the ether and and, and be their own thing. But uh, I mean, you know, for the sake of argument, I, I it's, you know, they, they check all the boxes, basically. But, <laughs> sure. Yes.
0: Yeah. Peter, uh, do you consider Less Than Jake your favorite I band?
2: probably would. And and, and, and and for a time, there was a, a two-way tie, uh, probably back in 97 when I was working at McDonald's. Uh, a dude that I worked with handed me two CDs, and it was, uh, it was Losing Streak, and it was Turn the Radio Off, and I went home, and my life was changed from then on because I was listening to, uh, I was trying to, to find myself and my, you know, I I had a desire. I was a fat Polak in an all Italian town and I did not fit in at all. So I was trying to find my identity and I was going through, you know, um, uh, all these things that just didn't work. I was wearing leather gloves and a bandana and looking like (laughs) prison Mike. Like I was 14 and trying to look like I was, I was, 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 um, (laughs) so all of a sudden, and I knew I was just weird. You know, I just didn't I just didn't know what kind of weird. So all of a sudden, I hear this music, and I'm like, holy shit, this, this, is, uh, this is it. And uh, there was a venue very close to us called CC's in music. And there was a ska show there. And I went to my very first ska show, and the rest is history. Um, but I fell in love with both of those albums. And I got an opportunity to go see Real Big Fish at Tink's shortly thereafter, probably in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. And I met Aaron Barrett, and he was the biggest dickhead I've ever met. Um, <laughs> oh and yeah. I I brought my copy of Why Do They Rock So Hard uh, to get autographed, and he was just a real jerk about it. And uh, so that so then Ribbonfish got knocked a, a, a notch down. I still love the band, still love their music, but that knocked it down a notch. And less than Jake, just became, that's when I started to, to discover, like I said before, it was the blueprint for for getting through uh, adolescence and, um, you know, many, many different things. And when I, f- the, the very first concert that I, that I went to with my girlfriend who would later become my wife was less than Jacob Tinks. And, um, that was in 2000. Was that in 2007? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was earlier than that. And I had, Oh yeah, it was like, it was like 2000, maybe 1999. And I had just broken up with the the other girl who was in con- for for, for lack of a better terminology in competition for my for uh, for for my hand, Corbin. I guess I don't know. Uh, regardless, <laughs> my wife won out, and she was very happy about it. And when we went there, I I came back into the back. The, the Tinks was the venue, and it, when you go into the back, there's like a kind of like a seat, like a, a bench that goes all the way across. And I saw, I saw my wife, I saw my friend Brian, and I saw my ex-girlfriend because my friend Brian was friends with both, and he had a big old smile on his face, and and I knew that. Neither of those women knew who each other were. And he was just like, look at what I found. And so uh, uh, so I kind of grabbed my wife and pulled her away and explained it to her. And about, about 20 minutes later, she found my ex-girlfriend in the pit and leveled her. <laughs> <laughs> and- Yo! Geez and i just i was like we need to go right now because i cannot uh hold myself back from you it was just it was the she was the, she's the greatest she's the fuck she, she's just the best and that <laughs> also great. cemented it and then years later in 2007 at that shouted out loud tour uh i was working in town and i saw them setting up and i already had tickets for the show and i i wrote up a note and i passed it to them I, and i explained to him i said all right it was on my wedding anniversary and i said you know uh our my very first concert with my girl was with you blah 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 can't wait to whatever and we went to the concert and I I had mentioned that history of a boring town was like the perfect song for us cuz it's she oh moved to, to our to old forge mm. from jersey in 97 and just hated it there just as much as I did which is how our first bond but before they played <laughs> history they were like this song goes out to to Pete and his wife and they, and he like get they they talked about it real quick and I didn't hear it my wife did and she grabbed me she's like oh my god and she gives me a big kiss oh, and i'll never i'll never forget a dude next to me i hear it i, I hear a guy go and, <laughs> and, and then you knocked him a, out what a wonderful no it was great it was uh, the perfect <laughs> what a wonderful creepy thing to say. It was the perfect uh, uh, side dish to this and uh, so so it, there's just so many little memories less than jake by far my favorite ska band, and Al's War will forever be my favorite Leston Jake song.
4: And said he just thought for the first time.
2: The, the opening go. line hits you, man. Al's, Al said goodbye to his mom and dad for the first time in his life. Tonight he walked. He, he left the house and walked to the waiting car outside. The, the realization that he doesn't, you know, he, he wants to stay with the people he knows, but he knows if he doesn't, if he stays there, he's never gonna be, uh, 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 he's never gonna do anything, and he doesn't want to be stagnant, and he has to say goodbye to everything, if he wants to find himself. It's just a beautiful, tragic, fucking coming of age thing that, that so many people in that scene have such an easy time of, of identifying with because, there, I mean, there's so many transient people that you meet when you go to these shows. You realize that these guys, there's people that, that live on the streets that go from house to house and live on people's floors that did that thing because they didn't think that they could survive if they stayed in a hometown. And quite frankly, I felt that way and I felt that I missed an opportunity to do that. And I, I always wonder, did I miss, like, could I, could I be more than I am today if I had just done the same thing and it gets me every time I hear it. I, I just love it. So it, it's a perfect snapshot of what many kids in the scene went through at that time.
3: That was beautiful. Very,
0: very well said. <laughs> <laughs> Decker, I think I, I think I know the answer to this one. And I can't believe they haven't been mentioned. And I think we're 45 minutes oh, well, in. Who's your favorite uh, stub in?
3: I, there's there's a certain thing. Uh, I have a very quick uh, transition about Al's War. Al's War is the is also the first lesson Jake song I ever heard. And it was Dan Gruen's Backyard Wrestling fucking entrance music. <laughs> and he'd come out and I was like, oh, this is less than Jakey's." like, yeah, they kick ass, man. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, I'm going to download that. And that's also another musician, like learning those chords, like the, just the, the F sharp, dun, dun, dun. I'm just like, oh, here we go, baby. Uh, my... Uh, my favorite ska band, and I'm, it, it's it's time for me to be this guy. Uh, my favorite ska band is the Slackers. My favorite ska is the slow rock steady mm. kind of sure. shit, the early third wave stuff like the. I I came um, I came in and I was like I need to absorb every piece of this genre that I can. So I went to my local record store and they had a tiny ska section. It had all these comps. And it was the Hellcat given the boot comp. It was Moonshot given, you know, it was uh, Skankaholics Anonymous. It was, you know, Love and Affection. And it was all these, it was and it, like, and the Moonska, um, the Moonska uh, comps was like, first time I heard the loss, first time I heard the toasters. First time I heard, actually no, I heard those before. But first time I heard the Skoydats and the Bluebeats and all that. And I was like, oh, this is and the, you know the the New York uh, New York Sky jazz ensemble, um, and so like that was my feet. And then um, I turn around and then in that same vein, um, better late than never came out by the Slackers on Moon and, and so I heard like Run Away and I was like, ooh, this is good. And then I bought. Um, closed my eyes, which came out right after 9/11. Uh, well, well no, well, or is inspired by the events. 9/11 came out like 2003, and uh, like uh, just instrumentals in the beginning. Uh, tons of great dub. Uh, it just like I, I just um, absolutely was like, ooh, this is the best. And I went nuts, and I saw them. I've, I've, I've at least seen them ten times, and Mac can attribute to just the nuttiness when I know that they're there and I know they're there. And I was just like, we uh, at that show in May, uh, at the Slacker show, there was like, there's like 10 of us, right? There was like a ton of us. And I was like, yeah. beeline for the stage, you know, like first time after COVID, I go, I am fucking seeing the slackers, man. Um, and it's just like, I saw him on my birthday with AJ one time and, and AJ Evers, you know, uh, like of all the, man who like, killed Allentown, man killed Allentown. Like, I'm like, are you into reggae at all, uh, AJ? And he's like, yeah, it's all right. I go, I know you smoke. Just come with me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, reeks of weed here. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it's gonna. Welcome to Stanhope. (laughs) And uh, so it was right, you know, he came and he's like, yo, this band is great. I don't even like Scott at all. I'm like, yeah, because this is another transcending kind of a band. Uh, And then that leads you into listening to Hepcat, which is great. Uh, yes. it, it leads you into two tone stuff, which I will, which I was like, specials, love them, English beat, love them. One time I ran away from home, and my, this is right when I started dating my wife. My wife's like, "Are you gonna be all right?" Run away from home, I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Here, I don't have a lot of money. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars." I'm like, "Okay, well, I won't figure something out. Get gas, something like that." Uh, I took that twenty dollars and I went to the Gallery of Sound, where I had a Madness Greatest Hits CD that was on yes. hold for me, and I used that money to get that
2: Madness CD. You need some inspirato, man. You know that's that's a necessary part. Yeah, like just like totally
3: like wow, that was that was a bad idea, but um, oh man, like asking asking me to pick a Slacker song out of it is like ask me to pick. Uh, my, I, I, my favorite child. Uh, if I gun to my head, uh, I'd probably be like, and I wonder by uh, off of uh, the Question album. It's like the third, fourth track. That's when you know you love an album, when you know the name of the track and you know when it is. Yep, and you know what number yeah. it is. Yep. And you're just like, that's exactly where I'm going to, man. And, there, and we, we all have our streaming now, but there was nothing like pressing that seek button, just being like, all right, come on, I got to get the track number 11. <laughs> Oh uh, man, loving my heart.
0: Uh, it's 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 interesting because I think so. This episode is almost kind of born out of talking about the slackers. Like when I first started talking to Matt and Decker um, through the A show, like they had mentioned something about the slackers, and I saw that the slackers were coming to Denver, uh, and I actually went and saw them this that the summer in June, uh, partially because I had talked to you oh, guys great. about it, and I saw that they were, you know, they were touring and they were coming here, and so it was a good time. Uh, And
4: that show in May in Bethlehem at the Steel Stacks was the first time I had ever seen them. So, one, I can attest to Decker being absolutely ridiculous. Um, (laughs) We're up at the top of the hill uh, overlooking the Steel Stacks and AJ looks down and he goes, oh, Decker's feeling his hat's backwards. (laughs) 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 well <laughs>
3: pale sign of enjoyment. There's, There was no, there was no like, a skank pit. It's Everybody's up close, and it's just like, it's a dance deal. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, bad white yep. people dancing, hands in the air. All right, let's go.
4: <laughs> That's I've like every heard, time I uh, see the Pie uh, Tasters, it's the same thing.
1: I've never heard of the Slackers. Yes. Oh, Ed, you're missing out. They're good. You should you should give them see, a listen. See, my problem is they're, like they're an old head ska band, right?
3: They are a little bit of an I mean, old head are. band. I, I so don't like it So here's blame.
1: the thing, right? Less Than Jake played on a warp Tour with another old head ska band, right? And I saw them, right? And I mean this with love. It was a lot of white dorks dancing, right? Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. a couple hours later, like, we, you know, during the day, we stole this bottle of vodka from, like, a 16-year-old girl. Because, like, what's she going <gasps> to do? Tell security? Like, <laughs> so, like, we're taking this bottle of vodka to the face. And then, like, Les the and Jake plays. there's a circle pit. And, like... Everybody's crowd surfing and I fucking throw up on myself, right? And everybody's like getting thrown to the ground shit and like that was fucking dope. And I was like, Why would anybody go see that other ska when this is like
3: there's crowd now, surfing happening? Like now the the polar opposite, like there's the part of me that loves like the Chris Murray and the reggae and all of that and can listen to that all day. And then it's backslash and then it's like, Give me all the ska core I can handle. You yeah. know? Give me Mu three thirty. Give me Voodoo glow skulls all day long. Even, and this is really unpopular right now because the guy is real like, uh, uh, really. Uh, some stuff came out about him, but uh, choking victim and leftover crack. Like, um, you know, I, I can I can really get into it. Although right now, like after all those accusations came out, I go, yeah, maybe I'll lay off. listening to leftover crack for a little while.
2: <laughs> but, um, so many yeah. other choices, Decker. There's so, so many other, other choices.
3: choices, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but like, man, I could, like, uh, I don't really like the Blue Meanies, but like, they're kind of fun. Um, uh, Bum Ruckus is a great ska core band. Uh, obviously, Eric and Sons of Bitches, like I said, um, I could take that all fucking. And the Boston's the, uh, you know, the kings of Scott core. Just so uh, that
0: that would that would be a good segue into my favorite, ah. band, which is the Mighty Mighty Boston's, who are not just my favorite Scott band. They are my favorite band of all time. Oh, how a boy! Uh, isn't
4: that a? is that the, Jay? Uh, Matt? Isn't that Jay's favorite band? It is, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: because um,
4: he's got
3: the dog tattoo.
4: Yes, They're love nice. the Boston's. Uh, my wife and I saw yeah. them. We went to hometown Throwdown on our so honeymoon. Jealous.
3: Oh,
0: <laughs> such a dream of mine. That's awesome, oh, man. Um, so yeah, so. They were, the first, they were the first ska band that I was ever introduced to. Um, More Noise and Other Disturbances was given to me by a friend of mine in 1994. Wow. Um, and a lot like Decker, a lot like Decker, I sort of went on a binge where I was like, okay, I love this. I want to find out everything about this music. And so I started listening to the Scottalites. I was listening to the yeah. specials. I was listening to Madness. I was listening to the beat. I was listening to the toasters. I was listening to it all. And the thing, I, the thing I think I love most about Ska is that as a genre, there is so much variety inside of it. And there are so many influences that people take. And they pick and they choose and they combine it with all of this other stuff that they like. And anybody who has ever, anybody who followed me on Twitter last year knows that I was doing this thing where I was listening. I was trying to listen to as many albums as I possibly could in every genre. I was listening like on one in one week, I was listening to Nocturnes by Chopin and then like the weirdest crazy death metal and uh, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. My, my range is all over the place. And that's what I love about ska is that there's so much to choose from. And there is a little bit of something for everybody. You're absolutely you know, right. kind there. of to, kind of to Ed's point. Um, well, not not Ed's point, <laughs> but in contrast to Ed. <laughs> um, and so, but but for some reason, the Mighty Mighty Boss tones have just always stuck with me as that band that like whenever anything was going wrong, whenever I was in a bad mood, I could always put on and like, and this one of the things that I love about them is that. There is an album for every mood.
3: Ooh, I want I want to hear. Like this. if I'm
0: feeling, if I'm feeling like really angry, and I'm I'm in my head about things, I'm picking up Devil's Night Out. Okay. If if I'm feeling kind of kind of mellow, kind of into you know kind of into whatever I'm doing, I'm picking up Don't Know How to Party. Hmm. If I'm feeling kind of rebellious and like. F the world, I'm picking question. The, I'm picking up question. The answers. That's the
3: best album, by the way.
0: Um, I, it's a it's a oh,
3: it's a phenomenal album. Hell of a hat might be my favorite song of uh, all time. Other guy that I backyard wrestled with came out the toxic toast. <laughs> nice. Yeah, which is a weird song to nice. come out to in backyard wrestling too. But um, uh, in the theme of like albums that'll set things, uh, I have to tell this story. I um. I was I was dating a girl and I went and she lived an hour and a half away from me so I went to her house and um, she came home and um, there was another guy in her car I was like hey what's that guy doing and she's like hey we have to have a talk um, so <laughs> long story short we broke up well she dumped me I was, sure. I was very upset uh, she 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 broke, up. she broke up I didn't get the, the chance to even say it D- didn't matter drove home um, uh, th- real story, swear to God, went to my wife's house to talk to her, and I was going to like, I don't know, do something stupid like make out with her or something like that, but she went to Long Island, so I went to my friend's, uh, my friend was working at a gas station, so I went to go there, and I'm like, this girl done me, and he was in my ska band, and he goes, you need to listen to this album right now, uh, and it was Pray for Mojo by Mustard Plug, he goes, this is the ska breakup album. <laughs> And if I if nice. I want to point out just uh, away from here the uh, track number four or five away from here off of pray for mojo if you if you're in a breakup that's the song man just I I had to throw that out there that's a good one that's good stuff no other no, so nobody else has one album they go to with a, with a certain when there's a certain time there's no uh, no random. Uh, uh, Spring Heeled Jack fans out here.
1: <laughs> um, there's no explanation for it, but like, around every Easter I listen to that Fire Iron Frenzy live album, the ones like their last song, like their last show.
3: Oh, last, uh, uh, last album ever, I think. Or, or the end is the end is here. The, the end is here. <sighs> yeah, it's like the best live album ever, probably. What when they go into Handbook for a Sellout, that second song, and they oh, just they're so- just like yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That,
4: might,
3: that might be my favorite Five
1: Iron Frenzy album If we're being honest
3: That's my favorite Five Iron Frenzy song Handbook for a Sellout It's great Alright so this is, this is the hot take question uh, What's like uh, What's an unpopular opinion about a, a, about a band Like, like what what, uh, uh, what band does absolutely jack shit for you huh. I'll, I'll start here uh, The RX Bandits never did a thing for me.
2: See, the RX Bandits for me was like, okay. like thrown into a pile of other bands that like, um, when I was trying to consume all the ska that I could, they were among like all the other ones. Like you were saying before, like the Voodoo Go- Glow Skulls and like, you know, the, the, those sorts of bands. And they all just kind of like, okay, I'll listen to a Skank and Pickle, Mustard Plug, all those guys. But none of them ever really reached out to me and grabbed me and, was, and made me say, oh man, this band's really good. I got to look into to more of them. So I, I I guess I can I, I can uh, agree with that with that choice. All right. Um, the Aquabats never
1: did anything for me. They had oh! they, had, they had Strong Edward. Bad on their TV yeah. show and I liked that. I like oh, when they had Strong boy. Bad on. And we're gonna and have just to open have up a can of worms. Yeah. Wait, I got, got another one that everyone will get mad at too.
2: Okay.
1: Operation Ivy doesn't do anything for
2: me. <laughs> oh. I'm listen i i can understand i can understand why it, the op op ivy it, it is abrasive and if you if you're not able to 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 kind of connect to something within within it other than how they actually sound it becomes a chore to to really become a fan i i kind of get that i, I mean, love op ivy for two,
1: they're only around for two years for a reason it's because they went and made a better band that's
3: fair. <laughs> my favorite piece of merch I ever had was an old Operation Ivy t-shirt. That was my, it had like the Lookout logo on the back. I kept that until, I kept that until the, the uh, when you have a t-shirt that when you go to pull it over, uh, the, the top of the ring rips, you know, of, where, of your head hole and you're just like, oh, it looks like this shirt is
2: gone now. Decker, I, I think I still have that exact, uh, uh, was it the one with just the uh, the silhouette of the dude or with the um, yeah. with the energy background? Or the, no, no, no! It's just still of the dude, white shirt. Okay, mine, mine has the, the energy background. Is it energy or, or yeah, I think it's energy uh, yeah. with like the 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 mosaic of whatever the all the crazy shit behind it. Right. So yeah, I do. I, I have the, with the lookout on the on album uh, uh, on the back as well. It's still in my closet. Man, it's falling apart though. Jeez. Cool. <laughs>
0: uh, I was never a big Planet Smashers fan. <sighs> Knife to the heart. Like, they just don't do any, They don't do anything for me.
4: Yeah, plant Smashers is a good one there. My kid brother was really into them. I think they went to his college one time and they performed, so we got to see okay. them. I was like, eh, they're okay. Um, the Suburban Legends do nothing oh. for me. Bums and I saw them down. open I... for the much more awesome Aquabats in New Jersey. <laughs> 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 There's <two> little
1: <laughs> costumes.
4: They... So <laughs>
0: I... I like Suburban Legends because I, they're, I don't know. They're, I like their vibe. I, the, the kind of Disney, I like the Disney stuff. I like, you know, their Disney covers that they did. And uh, I got to see them live with um, Big D and the kids table, the maxis and real big fish in 2012. Um, Big D and the kids table was the best band on that, on that card, but or, on that card, uh, <laughs> that bill, but that bill, um, mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoyed Suburban Legends. I thought they uh, were fun. I I, it, I dislike. You know I get. It. Did? What's that? Um, The Insiders never did anything for me. No. Do you remember them, Dwicky? Uh, I like their first. I like their first album. Everything after that, I was just like.
4: Eh. The Suburban Legends more. are kind of like if you ordered real big fish on Wish. <laughs> 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 And they're like, oh, we already have real big fish at home. And...
0: <laughs> real big fish at home is playing under the sea. And, uh... And,
3: uh... <laughs> um, has anybody ever listened to the Forces of Evil? Like, that that side project that I did? Yes. Like, that's like a that's like yeah. real big fish. Like, uh, they took their prison sentence and they had, uh... Uh, what's, what's, what's that, um, what's that disease when you fall in love with your, with your kidnapper,
0: uh, uh stock. Stockholm yeah.
3: Syndrome. It's like if they got Stockholm syndrome, they're like, oh, I actually do love. This. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Uh, is anybody uh, now, Pete, I know you had, when you messaged us, um, you did want to talk about
2: your first wave stuff. My, well. It's weird because I I kind of feel like I discovered ska in reverse because I started off with real big fish and less than Jake, and then as I got older, you know, like I said, I consumed all the ska that I could, but nothing really, uh, uh, nothing else really jumped out of me in that whole pile of bands that were kind of similar. And as I got older, I I kind of strayed away from the ska core stuff, and I discovered first wave and, like, early ska, pre-reggae stuff and the Rocksteady, Desmond Decker and Prince Buster and uh, the Maytals. And I fell in love with the slow stuff. And, um, you know, Desmond Decker just – I grabbed a a record of his on the – just on a whim and just couldn't believe – I was angry with myself that I had missed – uh so much stuff and i really didn't i thought ska came from reggae and the truth is that it's the it's it's uh the reverse so um love that stuff i'm in the same camp uh yeah i that i remember
0: picking up my i remember picking up my first scottalite cd and being like oh this isn't this isn't these guys look interesting and playing it and i was like oh this is so good this like I, that first, that first, The first time I heard Guns of the Navarone, I was like, oh, my God, yeah. where has this been all my so life? So now yeah.
2: whenever I go to records, record shows or whatever, I'll go and, and talk to uh, you know the, the guy and I'll say, do you have anything like like early Trojan or like Studio One stuff? And, and he gets a kind of look right. in his eye and he goes, hold on a second. He'll like pull a, a crate from the back or whatever, you know, <laughs> stuff he did not put out yet. And uh, I'll just like I've, I've made connections with all these like old timers, you know, and, uh, and got some really good stuff. But uh, I, I, I nice. love that stuff, man. And now, there's even some like uh, there's a guy named Joey Quinones that that puts out new stuff that he um, he's on the coal mine records uh, um, uh, label that tries to put out a lot of old like old style soul stuff. And he does a great job of recreating uh, that feeling of the old Scott, early reggae stuff. Uh, it's really good. Um,
3: I love nice. meeting everybody up Speaking here, of- by the way, uh, because when I moved up here. I met Kev Spencer, who is the, uh, the uh, aforementioned uh, Coach Leroy Skull. Um, and uh, a friend of ours that we were talking about, uh, his name is Jay, uh, and they're both skinheads. And, uh, like, and these guys are both like sharps. So like, I would talk to them about like all um, Trojan stuff, and they would be way into it. And at Kev's wedding, um, he actually played Bad Manners. He played, he played special by Bad Manners, and I fucking... Oh my god, my heart swelled to it because I was way into that song as a cover uh, because I had the Green Album by Skank and Pickle, and um, I love Skank and Pickle, Um, and uh, I was like, oh man, this is such a good, this such a good song, Strange Brew. And then when like when I heard the the original, the Bad Manners version, I was just like, man, this fucking Bad Manners band is so good. I mean, I know they're a lot more, they're they're a two tone band. but man, like all that stuff is just so good. All that, uh, all the Trojan. I remember I bought a Trojan comp one time at a Virgin Mega Store in Orlando. <laughs> nice. It was like $20 for like four CDs. I was like, I got a steal here. Yeah. Of course, my hard drive. My hard drive was like, a lot of these songs sound the same. And I'm like, fuck you. Put it on. <laughs> um,
0: is anybody listening to any new ska?
4: Yes. I am, but we'll talk yeah. about that. In what a little do you bit.
1: mean, like new bands or new albums? Because that last, yeah, Less like Jake like album, new bands, um, nah.
0: new bands. Yeah, I mean, also, also like older bands that are putting out new stuff. Yeah, that last
1: last lesson Jake album is really, really good.
4: It is. Uh, okay. My Amazon Music plays um, several of the songs pretty frequently on my playlist. "Lie to Me" is a great song.
1: Um, oh, "Lie to Me" is so good. You know, Kid Bandit likes "Lie to Me."
4: Kid Bandit is like your favorite wrestler.
1: That's not even meant to be funny. (laughs) Like, Kid Bandit is like what? Like 20, 21? So, like, that band is still clicking with people. That's wild.
4: Um, There's a band, I randomly got an article that popped up on my phone's uh, web browser one day uh, that was like, check out this band called Half Past Two. They are a ska band out of California. You've sent me these links, right, Matt? No. Um, oh, okay. I did send you these links. Yeah, I, I sent them to you. I sent them to Pete. Um, and David, this would be a good place to uh, play that Safe when I of say Ferris track. So, Half Past Two is like a newish Save Ferris, if you will. Um, I heard Save Ferris for the first time in 1997 in my friend's car driving to a Boy Scout meeting. And they were the first not-radio ska band that I ever heard. I was like, this is really cool. And Half Past 2 is the same um, female-fronted kinda. um, Just lots of fun like that. And um, I meant to actually ask you to Add one of their songs to the list, and then I was working until right before we started (laughs) recording, and that's how that happened. Um, But they are really good. I would definitely recommend checking them out. There's also a band uh, called Bad Operation, I believe. Yeah. Let me double check. Hmm. That um, my friend Jake, I think it was, suggested to me.
2: Did you send that to me, Matt? Is Is that how I discovered that? Yeah. I feel like you sent me the link to that. All right.
4: Yeah. And they are also very good. Yeah. Bad Operation. Right. They
0: are on uh, Bad Time Records, mm-hmm. which is sort of like the the kind of the biggest underground uh, like ska label right now. What's it called again? Um, bad, bad Time, Time, Time Records. Records. So they have like their lineup is ridiculous and has some of my some of my favorite stuff of the last couple of years. Uh, they put out "We Are the Union." That's stuff. the one I was going to talk about. Uh, "We Are the Union" is a fantastic band. Um, they put out uh, "Kill
3: Lincoln." I have not Abras listened to Skidabra. "Kill Lincoln," but it's it's been on my list to. Like you should, I should check them out because everybody raves about "Kill yeah. Lincoln." Yeah. "Kill Lincoln's great. Uh, "Cat Bite," mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think I've seen "Cat uh, Bite." A, a, uh,
0: Catbite is a is a fantastic, also a female a female front Oh, maybe band. Not. Maybe not. I think it's them. Um, awesome. They're great. Yeah, I'm 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 a big fan. Like there's there's a bunch of new ska out there that is really, really good and it's worth finding and worth taking the time to try and find.
2: Yeah, we are the union. Their their uh um their album, Ordinary Life, was really good. And I also recently yeah. discovered the Kimberly Stakes, which is basically um uh imagine green day for their like their first two albums like kerplunk uh, era green day but but from scotland um it's, oh, uh, it's nice. really really good that i think i sent that to you once matt yes
4: um, and I, I sent that to a lot of people yeah that, you, can those fi- records you can find are that on bandcamp so good
2: find find their stuff on Bandcamp, but it's all name your price you can you, you can buy the you can spend nice. whatever you want on the albums but it's it's definitely worth checking out kim the kimberly stakes I am. Um, here's uh, my favorite. My
0: favorite. We are the Union song off that. Uh, their new album that they put out last. Year. Every thought feels like a confession. She said. She said. She said. If
4: I get one life, gonna do what I want. If I had one life. Dancing.
0: That's a song called
1: Morbid. You're and trying to tell me. Good that that is now what a 13-year-old boy hears in his head when he gets an extra mozzarella stick. Oh. That is the perfect... It's perfect. It's a perfect analogy. Can I tell you Dude. guys a story?
4: Last week, we got Did an air an fryer, and the first thing my wife stick? made was mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and I looked and said to myself, Oh, it's like the meme. <laughs> yeah. Guys,
3: I've, I've listened to that album, and I don't want to be the old head, but I just don't like it. Like... um, and and oh. you know what's sad oh, that right. is that the story behind the whole album, uh, the story behind the whole album is like such like a good story for the lead singer and stuff like that. But like yeah, to me, sure. it's just it's like and this is this is awful to say. Uh, I'm like, man, they just sound like a not as good Goldfinger. That's me. Oh, I wow. Yeah, I don't. I like it. Just didn't click. I didn't like like because I had listened to We Are U- the Union uh, prior to Ordinary Life coming out, and it, it, it's still nothing. Um, because they were like, "Hey, this wow. is the new big band." I'm like, "Listen, I'm like, nothing like, Nothin'. like so."
0: Oh, God bless I, I would, I think, I would great. agree with you, Decker, but um, then we
2: would both be wrong. So I don't want to do that.
4: <laughs> I think... i ain't done, no problem
0: taking and it off. <laughs> and I do want to say, I want, I want to point out that what Decker is talking about is um, Reed Wal- Walcott, the the lead vocalist, uh, recently came out as trans, yeah. um, and this is sort of about her journey, and you know how how this it. Uh, there's a, there's a huge song on the album called, uh, boys will be girls. And it's, I love
4: that song. I think my right. thing with the album and I've listened to it and I, I didn't, I, I, I felt kind of the same as Decker, but I think I went in based on thinking like it was going to be like this blow away record because of all the hype behind it. And to me, it was very good, but it did not live up to the hype that was behind the band.
3: That's fair. Okay. This could also just be like, I'm so far out of the scene. Like when I was like, when I was really, when I dug two feet in it, like at my height, it was like 2007. So it was like the flaming tsunamis, uh, the know-how. Um, uh, this is right when Bond, the music industry came out. Um, I voted for Kodos. And like, that was like when I was like, oh, like but two, two of the, of the, the unknown bands. And like, that's where I was hanging my hat on. And then I got out of the scene. And then, like, when you're out of the scene for, like, over a decade, you, you, you try to, like, come back in, and it's, like, an episode of, like, Twin Peaks. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on here, you know? Um, Where's Westbound Train, you know? Loved Westbound Train. They're gone. They don't, they don't do anything. Uh, the only recent stuff was the last Planet Smasher album. I liked to end. Um, any of the newer stuff that the Slaggers put out. So that's the newest stuff I listened to.
4: You don't say. No. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Boy.
0: All right. Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? What
2: hasn't been discussed? Well, I did want to talk about how Bucket seems to be kind of an asshole. If he oh, to... let's
3: talk Bucket stories. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, oh, so real quick, I, I'll I'll tell mine because it's not it's not earth shattering, but I think Decker probably has some more some more insight into this. The first time I, su- I, I, I suspected that Bucket might be kind of a jerk. Uh, (laughs) Um was that i saw them it was the second show that i ever went to at the aforementioned cc's um and i just every weekend i didn't i didn't know or care who was playing i just wanted to see every show i could and toasters just happened to be there for the for the second time that i went down there and um uh, it was my friend's birthday and i think he was like 13 so i was like 16 or 17 I, i drove so i was probably 17 and his he was like 13 or 14 I knew him because I was in the band with him, and he uh, he played uh, I don't know some of the brass band uh, uh, brass instrument, and it was his birthday, and uh, and I, I I never really uh, uh, got along with the kids in my class. Like a year down uh, were the ones that I usually got along with. So it was all a bunch of younger kids, and they were like, "Yo, Pete, why don't you go up there and see if you can have them say happy birthday to our friend Scott?" and I was like, <laughs> "I got it, guys, no problem." So. I go up and there's Bucket. I was like, "What's up, man?" Uh, I was nervous as hell. I've I've always been super high anxiety, so I like I had you know got up the the courage to go and talk to this fucking guy who I thought was like God at the time. You know, he's a band. He's at a place like, like Cece's. He's got to be a, a rock star. So, <laughs> hey man, uh, our buddy over there, he's he's turning uh, 14. Uh, uh, you know, he, he's he's, he's, he's turning uh, 14. <laughs> yeah, he's turning 14. <laughs> and, and here's Bucket, like, he's got his mozzarella signal, sticks 14. with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I was like, you know, he turned fourteen, and uh, you know, he's he'd really love it if he could, uh, you know, maybe get a shout out. And he goes, uh, "Well, yeah." From the looks of it, he's got some uh, some problems. Quite something like he's. It looks like he's quite quite a quite a bit of problems already. And I and I turned, and (laughs) the dance floor is completely clear except for my friend Scott sitting in the middle of it, Indian position, and just looking up at the at the lights with a big dumb smile on his face. Oh (laughs) uh, my gosh. It's like, ah, I totally get why you would uh, say that. That looks really weird. Um, but he's like, yeah, you know, just uh, you know, just come up and say whatever, whenever. And he just kind of blew me off, basically saying you want to you want to shout out, you come up and say it on your microphone, you do it. And uh, I, I chickened out and I never did it because they you know they were playing, Everybody was having a good time. Who the well, fuck cares? What probably what he know. was counting on. But oh, years man. later, I saw them at the um, uh, at the. What's the venue, Wilkesbury? Um the the, the, the we, no 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 the uh, the base? one on the square, pardon? On the
4: square,
2: no, the, it, the one on the square the the the, the oh my god circles um, no <laughs> the, deli? Like the one with no the, it's the the one with the big marquee out of the, the front. Kirby it's Center like, yes thank you the Kirby Ugh. Center the the sellers the, uh, IWTV <laughs> Studios yeah stop it <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were playing the <laughs> lobby of the of the Kirby no, Center.
4: That, that's next door to the Kirby Center, Decker. Get it right. Uh, oh, right. What, what do you used to call it? Cult Creative Towers? Yeah, <laughs> there you snip go. Snip Stamp Towers. Snip <laughs> <Stip> Stamp
2: Towers. <laughs> so, uh, so he was overselling his wares during intermission, and I was like, uh, hey, man, you know, you know, the last time I saw you was in Music and CC's, and I figured he would, you know, and he, he hadn't been there for, tw- it's been burned down for 20 years. <laughs> he goes, oh, <laughs> I was telling my bandmates about that shithole on the way over here. Holy so shit. apparently he remembered what an awful place it was and uh and he had nothing kind to say and he was like, You wanna buy something? And I was like, Oh, still an asshole. Okay. That's my bucket story. Yikes. Uh, so the bucket stories for me
3: are just like um I saw the toasters, like that they opened every Scott or they closed every Scott show in the Poughkeepsie area. That's where I saw a lot of my shows. Uh and like I had seen him in like Homegrown was on the bill one time. They were awesome, by the way. Shout out to Homegrown. Um, like I was there and Lucky Boys Confusion played with them one time. They were rot- rotten. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> and, and, and Knife to the heart right there about Lucky Boy Confusion. Um, and just like always on the stage, like he was the guy that I always thought was like the bitterest dude. And like one time I went over to like, you know, I'm like, oh, I've been to enough shows, maybe will recognize me. And uh, the trombone player was there. Uh, Buford O'Sullivan was his name. Um, and, uh, um, Dave, if you have that Scofflaw Law song right now queued up, uh, yeah. I <laughs> oh, I dig that. Some Scoff Laws. Love them. So, Bufordale, I bet Ed doesn't like was, it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but Buford O'Sullivan was the, uh, he would sometimes do vocals, sometimes do, uh, uh, sometimes do, um, uh, just trombone. So I was, I was talking to that guy and I was gonna, I was just old enough. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy Buford O'Sullivan a drink. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> but it was before doors had opened and he goes like, I can't, the door's not open yet. You Go get out. <laughs> and I'm just like. All right, dick, like I was going to buy a fucking beer and it just didn't work out. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that is the same night, by the way, that I had lost the keys to my car. Or no, I'm sorry. I had, um, I had given my keys to this woman who went who was trying to get me and my band booked. And, she, and we're like, oh, this is what a ska show is like. She's like, oh, okay. And so I gave my keys to her and she <laughs> took off early because something had happened. So I'm like, fuck! I don't want my keys. Like, um, uh. So I'm like, I need to call somebody. So the only person that was there was like the keyboard player for the Pie Tasters. And I go to him and I'm like, hey, can I can I use your cell phone? <laughs> and he's like, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm not gonna like use my cell phone.
4: <laughs> so, question: a uh, press yeah. conference? Press conference. <laughs> um. Was giving her your keys, like, collateral to get on the show? Like,
3: no, 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 no. We, why we were like, why hey, did
4: you give her your car keys? I'll, t-
3: I'll tell you exactly why. I'll tell you exactly why. Um, this was like, hey, come to this show. Um, this is, like, the kind of style of music we play. So we just went as fans to go see the pie tasters and the, the toasters. Um, and I go, I'm going out in the pit. Can you hold my wallet and keys? Okay. <laughs> I only gave her my keys and then stand. she left but, and I'm like okay because you know, she was sitting down and she's like oh what are these why are these nine guys on stage oh you know what I mean? like oh man so that was uh, that, that's uh, an, an extent of my uh, my bucket uh, stories um, before we go I want to I want to ask one more question everybody uh, what's everybody's favorite ska adjacent band hmm. like where hmm. they're like borderline Like, um, I'm a big Authority Zero fan. Uh, I like Authority Zero a lot. um, But if I had to to say, it would be this band called The Impossibles from Austin, Texas. Love The Impossibles.
4: Hmm. Um, Everyone thinks that The Interrupters are ska-adjacent, and I don't really think so. I think they are. Eh. I I also the more I learn of the girl who sings for the interrupters and her, um, her political leanings, the less I'm like, oh, I should really be listening to this. Yeah. But when that's I another story for another oh. time. Um, I'd probably say, like, Up Ivy, Ed's favorite Scott Jason band as well, I'm sure. <laughs> Ed's going to be like, eh, Doja Cat. <laughs>
1: <A> Doja <laughs> Cat's yeah. Um... Uh, no, it's, uh, this Japanese, like, pop-punk band, Wanima, uses a lot of horns, so it'd
2: probably be Wanima. Okay. I would probably have to go with, a lot of people would consider them Ska, um, but a lot of people would not, so because there is controversy, I'm just gonna say that, uh, I would welcome them into my fray, and that would be Sublime.
0: Okay. That's not Ska.
1: (laughs) That's white people reggae. That's the worst reggae, too. Reggae's not even good. Yo, shut
0: up. <laughs> oh, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Reggae I mean, is awesome. Liking
2: Ska and not liking reggae? That's the. Uh, okay, man. On, you know, whatever. That's fine.
1: You can't like Ska and then not like Dave um, Chappelle. Isn't on. There that Dave Chappelle bit about how, like, reggae's, reggae's awesome because you only have to write one song your entire life and then you just play <laughs> different versions of that song forever? Like, Bob Marley wrote one song and then she wrote, wrote different versions of that same song. oh,
0: ooh.
1: Career of it. My heart.
4: Oh,
0: <laughs> Edward. Uh, for me, I probably end up going more the big band route, so I'd probably say Big Band Voodoo Daddy. Nice.
1: Whoever did Kofi Kingston's original music? That's really
3: good. Remember that? Yo, during my height <laughs> of my fandom, if a song had an upbeat, like there is a Sean Paul song that I love. And it was just because it was, like, <laughs> upbeats and, like, little horns in the, the sample. And I'm just like, yeah, that song fucks. <laughs> uh, that would be Kali
0: Buds, by the way, Ed. Yeah. Who did SOS. Yeah.
4: So it's when dumb. Kofi Kingston first got to developmental, I read somewhere that his name was actually Kofi Jamaica.
1: No. That's fucking oh, dope. Oh, my God. Just <laughs> as dumb as fuck, dude. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> That's How that's can so we stupid. get over
4: that this man is from Jamaica? We will just call him Kofi Jamaica.
3: That'd be like calling Tony D'Angelo. Tony will not, will not Patterson.
4: It. Why not get...
0: <laughs> You're
4: Tony Italian. Or or Tony, Tony Italy. Italy. Tony Little Italy. Tony little A Italy friend of mine. The um, worst,
3: worst mobster in the world.
4: Um, Ed's first round opponent from the Tournament of Champions, Sean Merton, described uh, Tony D'Angelo as that guy who's trying to sell you bootleg games. Yankees hats on the subway. <laughs>
1: Dude, I know that, like, they're not the most popular people, but I was like, "This, that's very true. What they said is very true. From <laughs> Voices of Wrestling, they said Tony D'Angelo was very funny at first, and now he is just a Chikara idea of an Italian mobster.
2: I was
1: like, Dude, he is a Chikara Italian mobster. Like, that's absolutely true. No, like, Quack that's, would definitely... that's not true,
0: because Quack would never be that edgy.
3: <laughs> did anybody in Chikara come out to Ska?
0: Like, nobody's come out to Superman? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I mean El of.
2: Generico wrestled in Chikara.
4: I mean, yeah, um, Bouncing well, Souls. One time, Evil Uno forgot his music, and I was like, hey, I've got a bunch of music that you'll probably like in my car. And he came out to Astro Zombies by the Misfits. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, that's dope.
1: So... That's quick, though. You gotta make to the ring real quick.
4: Oh, oh, he did not Everyone's like, huh This song says fuck Maybe he shouldn't come out to it Too late, he's in the ring <laughs> On <laughs> um,
1: What's and Dan, done is done On Pot Dan one week Jonah was like Ed, is your dog named after the Misfits guitar player? And I was like, yeah and He's like, dude, I didn't even know you liked the Misfits I never heard you talk about them And I was like, well, they haven't made new music since like 79 <laughs> So like, there's not a lot to talk about, you know Like <laughs>
2: <laughs> we haven't discussed, um,
3: by the way, greatest guy Jason Ben the Clash.
2: The Clash is Ghost Drummer man.
3: Ooh.
4: Um, <laughs> for the record, in *Chikara*, Cheech and Cloudy came out to holla back girl by Gwen oh. Stefani, which I guess is kind of ska adjacent. I guess if you
1: have no, wait, your what? if you have your horn section no. secretly killed, you're not ska Jason anymore. <laughs>
4: I no, I would
1: she sacrificed would them to make that, money. That is, God, like literally just... sacrificed them yeah, to the devil. I... <laughs> Dude,
2: yeah, you She held yeah. them up in her hands and said, Sorry guys, but uh yeah. those those two fine those those two fine gentlemen. <laughs> it's like that eight scene eight in
3: Toy Story Two, like I don't wanna play with you anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um so I remember ten years ago, No Doubt's last album came out and they put out Settle Down and Push and Shove. I was like, these songs sound really good. And then the rest of the album was just a Gwen Stefani pop album, and I was super pissed. <laughs> hmm.
3: I still love Bathwater, <laughs> by the way. Like, that's not quite a Scott song. Sounds dope. Oh, Bathwater by No Doubt is so good. Like- Spiderwebs. Like, great No Doubt is like- I mean, those- was... Great yeah. fucking, like, like, yeah, like, like I... top tier
2: 90s music. Excuse me, mister, it was great.
0: Early in the pandemic, Early in the pandemic, I went back and revisited like those first three albums, and I was I was like I remember why I loved these so much. Now,
4: Return to Saturn is kind of like the turn, if you will. Like that's like the that's sure. like their Fleetwood Mac album, where like we're all still in the band together and we're <laughs> writing songs about each other, uh, we're not together <laughs> <Like> we're anymore. <laughs> anymore.
2: Wait, were they all banging each other, Fleetwood? Wait, hold on a second. Is this just... <laughs> yeah, Which this song is, is Landslide?
3: That's actually Sunday morning is actually uh, an updated version. of uh, And I think we've come full circle. We, we've ended talking about No Doubt.
0: As we all expected, yeah. we'd be talking all right. about so the we all expect- at the end of this. Of course.
3: Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I want to thank all of my guests, Ed, Matt, Peter, Decker. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. This
3: was a ton of fun. Um, maybe we can do it again sometime. It's been delightful. Yeah. Part two. We, we could talk about uh, uh, does everybody like rancid Ska songs or no effects of Ska songs better?
4: Fuck no effects. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So,
4: David, are, yep. are you going to ask me about the entrance music I used for my wrestling matches? I thought that's what this show was about. <laughs>
0: Usually it is. Not this time. <laughs> so, uh, I will give everybody, I will give everybody a chance to plug whatever they want to plug. Ed, if you want to go ahead and plug anything you've got.
1: Okay. Pod Van Dam, Uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks. their store driver is filling in for me. They're talking heels for some reason. Like the Stars TV show with Stephen Amell. I don't know why, but you know what? They're having a great time, so I'm just gonna let them do it. Um, and then I was on an episode of <laughs> If you catch my grift, that should be coming out soon about uh, my hero, Belle Delphine. And uh, that is also like an episode one. It's like a crossover for mine and Stacy's new podcast because we dropped Super Chantastic for obvious reasons. And now we're just going to cover like other people on the internet. And it's called Because of the Internet. So
4: <laughs> that will be episode one of that kind. as well. Nice. Uh, Matt, why don't you uh, plug anything you've got? Um, I don't know what the air date of this is going to be, but starting on March 7th, I think we decided, uh, that'll be um, the spring 2022 season debut. Yeah, March 7th on CKCC Radio of the A-Show with Andy Peck, internet superstar, as we uh, draft a What If episode featuring What If Eric Bischoff bought WCW in 2001. Um, Once um, this latest round of COVID dies down, you could see me refereeing for True Wrestling out of Berwick, Pennsylvania, and also Excite Wrestling out of the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City, New York. Uh, Depending on when this show airs, you could either see them on February 5th at Excite Wrestling, featuring Ace Austin against Cloudy, um, and Davey Richards is going to be there as well. Maybe Decker can say hello. Uh, (laughs) I, I don't know the next date for True Wrestling, but they run out of the uh, Salvation Army in Berwick, Pennsylvania. Lots of fun. At least three people on this call have worked for True Wrestling, um, plus Hooventude Guerrero.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Peter, any plugs?
2: Uh, yeah, so uh, check out Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. I'm going to be putting up a, a little more uh, uh, content uh, now that things have, have uh, died down on my end. Uh I'm regularly working for, as Matt um uh mentioned before, True Wrestling, uh as well as Backbreakers Entertainment out of the Scranton area and top rope promotions out of the New England area who's been putting on regular shows, uh doing commentary for them as well, so check them out. Uh and I have a new project in the, the works that is uh, going to be a podcast project. Uh getting together with a friend of mine from college. Uh, where we come up with a random idea for a movie and then come up with a movie in real time, just talk it through, and we're calling it The Dirty Pitch. So uh, check that out coming up soon. If that sounds I fantastic, may. Pete.
4: Um, one thing I want to put over for Pete here, and if you need to edit the out post because Pete doesn't want it in here, I apologize. Hmm. The finale of Gladbad. Go on was one of the best produced videos that I have seen in a very long time going over the entire story of Pete and AJ in interspecies wrestling as those characters and um, now moving on to the next chapter of their respective careers Um, I, I don't know where Pete has it on the internet but it was
2: so so good uh, thank you very much for 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 that compliment. Uh, it would be on my web uh, on my uh, YouTube page, and it is the Glad Boys with two A's, the final chapter. The Glad Boys, the final chapter. I'm very proud of it. Thank you very much for uh, for mentioning it. I appreciate it. Yeah, Pete, that was excellent, dude.
4: Thanks. Oh, and if our listeners didn't know, Pete was glad bad at interspecies wrestling.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Decker, any plugs? Uh, Me and Ed's new uh, podcast called uh, Pod Van Damn That Movie Was Bad, uh, where I make Ed watch things like Serpico and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, uh, I have nothing except, uh, uh, yeah, the A-show when it comes back around.
0: Serpico, it's an Al Pacino police uh, cop movie.
1: Serpico? (laughs)
0: What's that mean? Based on a real, based on a true, based on a true story.
1: What's that mean? It's his name It's, it's the guy's it's name Serpico was his name the Oh They just named the movie After the guy Yeah, yeah you never like heard Gilles? of
2: Like fucking the guy, JFK the Frank Serpico <laughs> Like um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs>
3: uh, Yeah so uh, A show when it comes up In the spring uh, It's gonna be a hoot uh, My only request is to play I'm in love with a girl Named Spike As we leave
0: Sounds good Thank you so much Everybody for listening have a great day.
2: There is a girl named Spike from
4: the Grassy High. She had a baby when she was young. The best friend is a skinny chick. She knows an Asian boy. And...
0: Hit My Music is a proud member of the soon to be named network. You can find a variety of podcasts at seem to be named network.com, including add-ons with wrestling, we need wrestling, long box heroes, and more. You can follow the show at Hit on Twitter, and you can email the show at hitmymusicpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so by subscribing to my Patreon at patreon.com slash jinglemeister. The theme song for Hit My Music is Contract Killer by me, the Jinglemeister. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.